0: Welcome to Game That Too.
1: Is going on, everybody. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's game that tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here, and I've got Jesse Moore alongside me. Say hey, hey, hell yeah, Jesse! Welcome to Game That Tune August Absurdity Head to Head Video Game Music Podcasting Sports Entertainment Action. Returning again to Twitch.tv/Game That Tune. My goodness, Jesse, what a what a great fantastic show we've got coming for everybody. Tell everybody what we do here at Game That Tune.
2: What we do, normally, is we each pick a game, we play three songs from the game, and try to guess each other's game, usually based on a theme, and goof off, have fun, And um, but tonight is going to be different because it's head-to-head, mm-hmm. so instead of that, uh, Johnny and David are going to just guess all the music tonight. That's and right. And myself, John... And a bunch of uh, tunas have selected the tracks.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We could take all the credit, you and I, but no, uh, we must must give much credit to the GTT universe and their fantastic requests that they've been sending to us all week. Uh, We have got a hell of a lineup, a fantastic stacked card for uh, this August Absurdity 7 opening round contest between Johnny and David. Two titans. Of game That Tune.
2: I am a little worried, though. I was looking over the songs last minute, and I think I might have gotten a little too easy on these guys. Like, mm-hmm. I was looking at it, I was like, I got a handheld. David loves fucking handhelds. Uh, True
3: that.
2: Uh, I got trivia about a voice actor. That's yeah. right up David's alley. He loves voice mm-hmm. acting. We yep. got. I got a bunch of games that remind me of Legend of Zelda. David loves those games. Mm-hmm. And then I got a Dreamcast game, okay. and uh, Johnny, I think, likes Dreamcast games. I think, I think he's a yep. Sega boy. So I don't know. It's probably going to be a high score in Showdown tonight. Probably it's like, be. like seventy-six to seventy-three. It's going to be wild. You know I'm saying we're going to score like this thing. You guys
4: are telegraphing this.
1: We're going to score this thing like an MMA fight. It's going to be thirty to twenty-nine, thirty twenty-nine, uh, and then you know thirty thirty. And we'll see just who comes out on top. So again, we've got two fantastic competitors. Wait. We're going to hear from the uh, the most recent
5: champion
1: first. John Regan, Johnny, do you have anything to say before we start tonight's matchup?
5: Yeah, guys. So one, I don't like how obviously stacked against me this game is. I'm uh, not a fan. Um, I don't know what you're
1: talking about, Johnny. That was all. That was what Jesse was saying. I, you know, I and the I and the fans are also uh, responsible for a lot of the content of this show. <laughs> I would never do you dirty, Johnny. All right. but It's you know, in my best interest for you to win this episode. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I... Mm, I okay. There's a lot of game theory going on here, guys.
5: <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, uh, I didn't prepare anything at all, actually, to be honest. So I'm just excited to have a good, clean fight with David. We're going to have a good time. <sighs> We're going to play some, listen to some games and guess some songs. And uh, I'm probably going to win, uh, despite all this stacking and guessing that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys did a very thorough job of cleaning up all the metadata tags this week so I could not cheat like I usually do. So this is going to be <laughs> the most fair fight we've ever had. It's going to be a good one.
1: It's going to be a, a goddamn classic. And uh, so now we'll hear from the uh, you know, the once great king of game that tune, the uh, you know, I guess he was the king of the uh, the early era of game that tune. Um, you know, David Fleming. It's been a while, but he's on he's back. He's in the best shape of his life, and he's, uh, he's doing a, you know, uh, one last ride. So let's hear from uh, f- from
4: Hollywood David Fleming. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted to say that, um, Johnny, I look forward to competing against you. Um, I look forward to having a lot of fun, a good, clean fun, um, good, clean match in this opening match. Um, Some people may be curious why I could single anyone out. And I did single you out because I do love you, Johnny. You are the heart of Game That Tune. You make everything run technologically. Um, But all of that programming doesn't leave a ton of time for listening to video game music. So you might be the easiest combatant. And, you know, I've been Absurd King more times than anyone else and you got to do what you got to do and if that means playing on easy mode racing at 50 cc's then that's what you got to do so johnny i'm i'm looking forward to uh taking you out quickly and i think it's high time that absurd crown returns to its rightful place which is on my head For podcast listeners, I dropped a microphone onto my desk. I say,
1: yeah, I like that you brought an extra microphone to yeah. drop so that we could continue. <laughs> Not this the podcast. one you were using. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> um, well, there you have it, fellas. Uh, you know, some some positivity, some animosity. And just, you know, the heart of two champions on the line here in this opening round contest of August Absurdity. So we've got fantastic games. We've got a stacked lineup. We're going to put these guys through the ringer, and it's going to be a fantastic show. So, you know, we just got to ring that bell, Johnny, and hit game one.
6: Game one. Forgot a fucking bell. (laughs)
2: this game uh has a whole bunch of uh characters from different games uh made by the same developer um and uh but one of the characters that uh was used in this game and never used in any other games shares a whole lot of similarities with another character from um alien vs. predator her name Lynn Kurosawa. And um, also, side note, uh, Vega appears as an enemy character in this game a bunch.
4: I just want to clarify about the trivia. You said the character (laughs) doesn't appear in this game, but someone similar does. Yes. Okay. I think I got it.
1: All
2: right, let's see what you got.
1: If you got it based on the trivia, I'm really fucking impressed.
2: Oh. David says Namco X Capcom. That's incorrect. Johnny with Cannon Spike. The correct answer. Oh, I guess Johnny does play Dreamcast. (laughs) Johnny!
1: (laughs) Impressive. Yeah.
4: See, I was thrown off because there's a a character in Namco Cross Capcom that, like, changes into different costumes to attack, one of them being Lin Kurosawa.
2: Oh, that's Mm. pretty cool. That's dope. Um, Yeah, this game is Cannon Spike. It's a weird, like, uh, shooty game, but, like, you can play as Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins, uh, Baby Bonnie Hood from Darkstalkers, Cammy from Street Fighter, uh, Charlie
4: or Nash in Japan, um, Mega Man. Um, I mean, well, I would, <laughs> I would certainly hope if there's a game called Cannon Spike, you can play as Cammy.
2: That's true. Yeah, it is her name of her move. Um but it's, a, it's a pretty cool little game for Dreamcast. Um, I, honestly, I wish I'd played it more, um, but it's neat.
1: Yeah, I thought this was strictly a Cammy uh, standalone game. I didn't realize it had all these other playable characters in. It. I didn't realize it was like Capcom shoot 'em up uh, like crossover game. Yeah, and I thought based on the title being Cannon Spike, it was just Cammy's <laughs> game. I thought it was like her death by degrees.
5: <laughs> Johnny, have you played this? Uh only briefly. I don't remember too much. Doesn't Cammy wear like roller skates in this game? Like knee pads and elbow pads and stuff. Or is that... Uh, I think of a dirty thing. I think of
4: thinking of Mike Hagar in Final Fight 3.
1: Mm, I think of this <laughs> one about. It's probably
5: him. Mike
4: right? Mike <laughs> Hagar and Cammy White. Famously <laughs> interchangeable body types. Oh, man. And clothes. Totally interchangeable.
5: Like, give me
4: Cammy with the
1: big one suspender and give me Hagar with the buns, baby. Oh, yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Mm, big meaty man. <laughs> leotard Hagar. <laughs>
2: um... At least one of his balls is coming out of that, right?
4: <laughs> I mean, for Mike Agar, it's both of them. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Just came out the sides. <sighs>
2: yeah.
1: You yeah. know, talking about some cannonballs, baby. Um,
4: <laughs> He's going to spike you with them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what is there to say about this game? What a fascinating game. I mean, like... So it's, it's like a, a shooter game, but is it like... I guess, I'm like, just, I guess I'm just trying to understand. Like, it's is like it Like, a... in Akari Warriors. Okay.
2: Like, top was... down, like you're a soldier, or in this case, Kami or Mega Man or Arthur, and like you're shooting in all the different directions. Or like Smash TV. Uh... It has been compared to Smash TV a bunch.
4: Oh, okay. Because yeah, I was going right. to say, like, is it a vehicle <laughs> shooter where like your character is in a ship or everything? But if you're running around, like, that makes much more yeah. sense that it's all these Capcom characters. Because otherwise, it could just be like a generic airplane. Like, oh yeah, Mega Man's totally in that.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's We colored it blue. blue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I thought, thought it, it was more of a,
1: too. I thought it was more of a Ratchet and Clank kind of situation, but I guess uh, I could, I totally made that up in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top-down runaround makes much more sense for that uh time in uh in games so yeah
5: i think it's it's almost like if you took a beat-em-up you know but it's a but you're shooting things and apply that sort of power stone perspective to it right Uh, like which i feel like is very capcom 2000 is power stone you know
1: yeah they were going all in on that i don't know perspective, I guess. What, what do you call it? Yeah, the <laughs>
5: isometric perspective where you take 2D things and make them kind of 3D, you know? Right, yeah. Barely make it 3D.
2: <laughs> it was fun when Capcom would do stuff like that, and like fiddle with their characters and put them together and weird stuff.
1: Yeah, not just in crossover fighting games, but in yeah. other games in which they cross over and do fun things. Yeah, it was they, fun it, when it's, Capcom
4: it's... made games other than like Street Fighter and Resident Evil. They also make Monster Hunter, right? hey Monster Hunter, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mhm.
1: Many great games. Um. And a Devil new Dragon's fun. Dogma. Yeah. Many great games. <laughs> but they, you know, they've just got they got so many good characters in their fucking games that they should be spinning them off and making them do fucking like side shoot 'em ups all the time. Like, I play another uh, another Cannon Spike with some of the new Street Fighter characters, and you know. The, the big lady for Resident Evil can you uh, imagine a, and
4: not to go immediately back to this well but could you imagine Hagar going Rambo with like the bandolier around his arms
5: mhm oh, oh man I sure could man can we that take
1: that
4: motherfucker would draw first blood
5: <laughs> if so if they remade Cannon Spike for Modern Systems uh, I'd really like to dreamcast this you don't get to give yourself one <laughs> yeah that wasn't clever Johnny you
2: planned it and
4: everything Like we've, was, we've
2: like, used
1: spark. that reference numerous times in the past <laughs>
3: like, your finger was on the meeting, button John. as you said it that yeah. doesn't
4: count. You know, he, he
1: was so pleased with himself <laughs> Jesus so Johnny besides your own sense of self satisfaction what else uh, do you want in this new cannon
5: spike um, I guess I would b- want some of the new Capcom characters, so... No, but, name them. Yeah, so somebody from yeah, Resident <laughs> Evil, uh... Are you just
4: repeating Ooh. what we oh, just yes. said? Yeah. My Ooh. favorite Capcom character, somebody from
5: Resident Evil. Yeah, you're right. like throwing Leon and, um... Oh, that's a That person. guy
1: is from nearly 20 years ago, John. Over 20 years ago, <laughs> depending on
4: what game I'm well, thinking Well, the remaking
5: up. four, so... Yeah, bring him yeah. back. Yeah. Big fresh, back.
4: baby. In Canada spike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who else, John? John, keep your hands off of the keyboard. I will concede August Absurdity Round One to you Whoa. right now if you can tell me what Leon's last name
5: is. Short show. Oh
4: man, <laughs> Kowalski. Uh, so, wow. close. <laughs> so close. So uh, close.
1: The beauty of that gambit, David, is that Johnny is the one that got this game right to begin with. You had. Nothing to lose by doing that. <laughs> Johnny already has the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, a cannon spike featuring like the Devil May Cry and Phoenix Wright characters, oh. and like, maybe Daunted like
2: perfect because he already has the fucking ebony and ivory. Just fucking yeah.
4: shooting those guys
1: and throwing oh. some Monster Hunters, some monsties
4: Yeah, like a bug hunter, um, that'd be so cool. I was going to say I would play the fuck out of this if you were just riding a monster shooting arrows.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then like. Throw in, I don't know, Jury from uh, Street Fighter, and um, yeah. trying to think of one of the new characters they added from Five. Like Rashid seems like he'd be perfect for this. He wears a fucking Vegeta scouter as it is; like he's Throw bound like, to get in an tornadoes. action. Game.
2: Yeah. Throw in some weirdo from rival schools to make like the weird Capcom fans
4: happy.
1: Right, exactly. Um, yeah, it writes itself, guys.
4: It's just, oh you know, just God, easy money. Dude. I'm trying to remember her name, and I can't think of it. But there's a. A rival school's character who was like the American student, and you can tell because she's wearing red, white, and red, white, and blue, and she has boxing gloves with like stars on them. Oh,
1: hmm. She Girl should roll Apollo that. Creed.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds good to me. I don't know, um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, you know. Yeah, they should just keep on making games like this. Just, you know, crank out simple, you know, easy games in this easy-to-replicate overhead style. You know, like, uh, I'm thinking like you in know, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. Those games were not complicated games. They were a blast. Yeah. Just put all the Capcom characters in those. Rotate six, eight, ten of them in there each time. I, yeah, I, I the two shit of those that. last
2: weekend. Easy to yeah.
1: make. It's easy money! Fucking, <laughs> I could do it right now! I think. Um... But yeah, uh, Jesse, anything else on uh, on Cannon Spike? Nope. Uh, either the game or the move from Cammie. Which, which one do you really put ahead of the other?
2: Oh, that's really close. I think I have more experience with the move than the game, to be honest. So probably the move, just a little bit.
1: Right. I hear that. I hear that. Hell yeah. Johnny, do the Cannon Spike and then send us uh, over to game two.
6: Game two I
1: oh, ain't doing it. All right, guys. So this is the first new entry in this series in nearly eight years and the first to not feature which word in its title. guys who's feeling great
4: i'm feeling very good good it took me a second but then i remembered a game that existed i forgot about that's good
3: Ooh,
1: okay jesse is not participating but he wrote a big pp good for him johnny says mario sports superstars sadly incorrect and david has the partially correct title Switch Sports. This is, in fact, Nintendo Switch Sports. I'm going give to him, give him the point. Because he also got the, uh, the trivia question correct. This is the uh, fourth entry in the Wii Sports series, of course, and is therefore the first entry that does not contain the word Wii. Because this game doesn't on the wii it's on the switch wait the nin- it doesn't. the it? nintendo switch
4: see what threw me off was you were like it's the newest game in eight years like wii sports resort came out way before but i forgot about wii sports club on the wii yes. u
3: mm-hmm.
1: many people did as a uh, wii u owner i almost did i uh man what a what a game wii sports club was remember
5: that Remember Wii Sports I'm, Club, David? They didn't call I mean, Wii U Sports Club on the Wii U? Shut up, John.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was basically just Wii Sports, but downloadable.
1: Until they then made it not downloadable and just released it to buy in one whole package. That's And that was actually almost a slip up on that trivia, because the Wii Sports Club thing, you could download stuff starting in like 2013, but they didn't release the full package until 2014. So I, I counted that as the uh, you know nearly eight years thing. Regardless, we're not here to talk about Wii Sports Club, one of the uh, you know many marketing mistakes on the Wii U. We're here to talk about the highly successful Nintendo Switch Sports, of course. The
4: game that Johnny and David have both played. Is it highly successful? Yes. Does it okay. have sports? Yes. Ah. Well, it depends how you define sport.
1: <laughs> Everything I said is true. Um... It's, uh, it's got sports, and it's on Nintendo Switch, I mean, and I it was highly successful.:
4: I wasn't trying to get into like sales data or anything. I just remember this game out. This came out, and everybody absolutely loved this game for about two and a half weeks, and then nobody talked about it again.: Right.
1: I mean, I don't know who you talk to about switch games anyway. Uh, you know no, this didn't have the like, sustained- Internet didn't have sustained buzz like fucking you know animal crossing did back when it came out at the start of the lockdown you know people actually had to fucking go back to work after playing this game um but yeah it uh it sold like five million copies uh in oh, two dear. months so it's uh it's on the list. It's uh it's doing just fine Switch Sports. If they start packing it in with the Switch then it's really going to start doing good. That's uh, that's when you start approaching those uh those Wii Sports numbers if the Switch 2 comes out soon and it's got Wii uh Switch Sports packed in with it then uh man this is going to be one of the best selling games of all time. As it stands now, it's a perfectly fine successful game that I haven't played yet because you know the uh like, as much as I loved Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort and to a small extent Wii Sports Club, I don't know if I'm still in the market for motion controlled sports games on a Nintendo system. Johnny or David, are you in that market at all? I'm not in the
5: market for any motion control thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, but so you own a Switch. Last night. I- Danielle and I sat down to play a little bit of Mario Party Superstars, and at the beginning, of, or I'm sorry, Super Mario Party. I it. And at the beginning, you got to do it like, yay. And the second we did that, I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> like, oh, no,
1: Johnny, that's the best part of instantly. Super Mario Party.
5: <laughs>
1: they make you high five each other in that game. They encourage the Mario Party sportsmanship using the motion controls. That's easily the best part of that game. <sighs> um.
4: David, what about you, man? Did, have you, did you play the demo, at least, of Switch Sports? Well, see, I was interested in it because I loved Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the new sports looked cool, like soccer, where you have it like strapped to your legs. So you're actually kicking and, you know, they had it badminton. <laughs> I was like, okay, that seems kind of fun and cute and everything. And then what just totally broke me is, you know, I'll play a Wii Sports game that doesn't have Wii in the title. But how do you expect me to play a Wii Sports game that doesn't have Mies? That's true. Like, I understand that the, the new avatars, whatever they're called, like, look more detailed and whatnot. But part of the charm of Wii Sports was seeing the, like, really low effort characters in Mies. Like, that looks like me. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, with a set of constraints. <laughs> no, I mean,
1: honestly, I don't know what they're thinking, like, with the me integration since the Wii. Like, you know, I, I, I guess they really should have jettisoned it completely, given that we've moved on from the Wii U. The Wii U was a complete failure uh, and had me integration throughout it and it's dead and buried. It's the Switch now. So they should have really overhauled the whole, you know, user avatar system. But then when you boot
4: up your Switch, it's like, hey, set your me. I'm like, what? Still? <laughs> like, well, what's weird to me and is... And it's only
1: my icon?
4: <laughs> what's weird to me is, yeah, it's like, yeah, set your me. Okay. All right, what icon do you want to use that's not your me? Like, well, yeah. then why do I need a me?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, and then to, to not even use them in this, it's just, you know, just preposterous. Um though again I, I i wouldn't have a problem with it if they gave us a a new me like avatar system like you know all the all the games should be using a hd me uh something like that but nope here we are switch sports vaguely okay looking characters that aren't me's they
4: they lack that charm baby you can start I mean, a, if, you can start a whole head... Oh, go ahead david I was going to say, if we had Miis, but it used the, like, Metopia Me Creator, where you could make, like, Garfield and shit, that would be perfect. But no, I it's...
1: I forgot Metopia was even a thing. They released that game on Switch, too. That's a huge game. <laughs> like, they, you know, there's clearly still love out there for the Miis,
5: but, uh... You, you can, yeah, th- you can start a Where's the Beef-style campaign called Where's the Mees <laughs> and mm-hmm. just, uh... Make a bunch of videos and tag Nintendo on all of them.
1: Yeah. Just you holding up, like, a, a missing poster of your beloved me. It's <laughs> like a picture of a cartoon thing that vaguely looks like you. It's like, yeah, this charm is missing from this system. Hello. Um, but, yeah. Um, so then, David, you did not play the game? I did not, no. Dang. I, I thought, thought maybe you'd picked really it up.
4: really hard about it for, like, three days, and then I decided against it.
1: Right. Cause see, I was gonna ask. You know, maybe you could explain to me. Like, you know, I, I understand several of these sports. I remember from Wii Sports: tennis, bowling, golf. Those are sports I understand. Soccer, I understand that you strap the thing to your leg. Badminton, it's like a different tennis. Volleyball, okay, <laughs> it's a little bit of a stretch for uh, for a Wii Sports kind of game. That's all well and good. Maybe it'll be fun. There's this other thing in here. Chambara. What does that
4: mean? I think it's the um, kind of a- grill. Apparently, Chambara is swordplay from Sports Resorts. And that's it. Is that really it? A- <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's a sword fighting competition where you're on a little like central platform trying to knock people off of it. Like, it's literally the same thing as swordplay from Resorts. I don't know why they changed the name.
1: I was going to say, what, what the fuck, man? Just call it swordplay. Why'd you call it Chambara? That All that does is serve confused poor guys like me. You know. Ah, oh, man. See, uh, I've been sitting here thinking they added some obscure Wait, fucking, like, Indian sport or something. I thought I they thought added cricket was, to this.
2: I thought <laughs> this was a thing where you take turns kicking each other on the crotch <laughs>
1: yeah, see it could have been that for all i know about that fucking word what the fuck I if, think you know, can, it's not
5: rochambeau i think <laughs> oh he only, rochambeau okay i think you only call chambara when it comes from the chambara region of france if it's not from that you have to call it swordplay <laughs> should be called
1: swordplay yes uh but yeah i thought you know they just fucking threw in some obscure ass sport but no okay you know they just uh They gave swordplay, you know, the oldest sport there is, a uh, confusing name that I've never heard of. God, I should have paid closer attention to this. If I had known there was fucking swordplay in this, I would have bought it by now. What the fuck? You know, I just didn't want to play Chambara. Um, But yeah, uh, I figure I'm going to get this game at some point. Because, you know, I have a kid. And kids like this kind of stuff. And then I will thoroughly play the golf and the bowling just as I have with all Wii sports games. I mean, I you know, I kind of live for that shit. If they uh, if they got some new courses on that and, like a new fun bowling mode, I will get my fun out of this. But not for a while. I don't know. I'm not a uh, I'm not super sold on the Switch's motion control ability. Like it's, you know, it's part of the system, but it's not my favorite part of the system. So like no, I don't I don't trust it. Uh like public enemy baby, I just simply can't trust it. Um and that's really all I gotta say about Wii Sports I like the new music even though uh, I was having trouble finding versions of the music that don't play like they're playing in an echoey like bowling alley it's interesting it seems like the game rip soundtrack on this they don't have like just the nice raw audio so I gotta I'm hoping they put out a more uh, cleaned up version of this at some point because I really like the tunes good funky sports tunes that all sound like you're playing outside or something Um, but yeah uh, fun game. Bring back the mies. Call things what they are. Chambara. Beat
5: it. <coughs> Sparkly swordplay. <laughs> sort of yeah.
1: yeah, not into it. <laughs> Just jeez, Louise. Uh, man, what a what an opening we had. A, a game from me, a game from Jesse, and two points on the board. A head-to-head uh, struggle. I think that we're gonna have to ratchet this thing up a little bit, Johnny. I think it's time for us to go into some requests. So let's uh, let's really put you guys' balls in a salad shooter with this one. Let's uh, let's have that next game.
6: Game 3.
2: So this game, uh, unlike its original uh, side-scrolling stuff it does in the series, this game is divided into three different sections of gameplay, Uh, map scene, town scene, and action screen. guys let's see some of those answers in this legendary bout
1: he's got two don't letters me. right
2: don't think I got this right <laughs> Ooh. okay uh, Johnny says Sanadu, incorrect and David said Sword of Hope that's also incorrect this is um, Axe Battler um, <laughs> a Legend of Golden Axe. So basically this is like, someone was like, Man, that Zelda 2 is pretty cool. What if we did that to uh to uh, Golden Axe? And also I noticed the soundtrack. <laughs> Has very vaguely sounds like Le- Legend of Zelda 2. Like I'm really that one- trying to
1: trick some people in on this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like that overworld theme sounds a lot like the overworld theme from... the, the dun, 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 You know, that song, it sounds very... Like, they change, like, two notes. So it's just, like... You know, the Vanilla Ice thing. <laughs> I was going to say they
1: got Vanilla Ice to compose this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can give you a little change. Yeah. But it, oh, give me the Zelda Two soundtrack, and it's not safe
2: same. Yeah. I was on the Game Gear too, so if you wanted to play a Zelda Two on the Game Gear, I mean, obviously you couldn't play Zelda Two on the Game Gear. What are you, some kind of fucking psycho? <laughs> Someone could be like, "Look, before you get all mad, you can play this game instead." They'd be like, "I'm gonna say, Jesse, hey. I think you
1: doth you doth protest too much. You showed up to a Toys R Us asking for Zelda Two on the Game Gear at some point, didn't you?"
2: <laughs> Look. You know, we've all made things. We've all done things that we kind of regret. And, uh, anyways, let's get back at the fight at hand. To these guys. Yeah, the axe so, battle.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, David, you didn't even have the right weapon. Sword of Hope. Come on.
2: Which again, Axe Battler in this game uses a fucking sword.
3: He. Just, oh wait. Yes. Shit.
2: Yes. <laughs> even in Golden Axe, he uses a fucking sword. His name is Axe Battler. Like.
3: Okay. That's right. definitely Kilius overlooked uses that the detail.
2: Axe. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> That's a weird, weird detail,
2: man. Why yes. do they do that? <laughs> I've always thought that was weird about Golden Axe, how Axe Battler
4: <laughs> never uses
2: an axe. And do I'm you go- think Golden it's like axe. a? Do you I'm...
4: think it's like an M Bison, Balrog, Vega situation? <laughs> like... Now, see, I like to imagine that Axe Battler is just like still growing through that rebellious teenager phase, like. My parents named me Axe Battler, but I'm not gonna be what they want me to be. I'm gonna follow yeah. my own path.
5: And he just I'll grabs just a sword them.
4: and beats the shit out of everything. Yeah. It's not
5: I'm an axe, use- Mom, this is who I am. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just wish you would take up the axe like your father. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
4: want his life. <laughs> Uh, It's just like, instead of going to, like, dance school, he just uses a sword to kill monsters instead. Like,
5: that's his ultimate fuck you, dad. Wait, instead, he was gonna go to dance school to kill monsters? Wait. Yeah, it's a prequel to Michael
4: Jackson's Moonwalker, (laughs) where you kill
5: monsters by dancing. I thought you were gonna say, yeah, it
1: was suddenly a Billy Elliot kind of thing, and Axe Battler's, you know, Axe Billy. (laughs) Um, But... No, it's none of those things. <laughs> so, I mean, it kind of makes sense, honestly, if you're doing a Golden Axe thing on the Game Gear, to put it in more of a one-player context, right? Like, I, correct me if I'm wrong, was there any way to play Game Gear games with other people? Yeah, you could,
2: they had the link cable type oh, okay. situation, so, yeah. but, but why you would want to, like...
1: Right. Right. When you could just play Golden Axe on your Genesis and yeah, that's so n- not many... waste all the batteries.
5: Yeah, I was going to say, that's so many batteries. <laughs> so, double the batteries, guys. <laughs> what,
2: 12? T- was
1: it? No.
5: Yeah, six the per- game gear had eight or six? Six.
2: Okay, six. So 12 batteries. <laughs> you,
1: you can only play Gone co-op game gear games. You can only play them inside Costco. <laughs> like, you just have to stay there and just keep on rotating the batteries.
4: That, well, oh, that's that's man. how the two-player mode in Axe Battler work. One player was playing, the other was just changing the batteries out constantly. That's a
1: good way to be, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so much co-op mode as it was a, a battery backup mode. <laughs> uh, you're just draining the other console's battery while you replace your batteries. <laughs> that's
4: what, that's why old- I hated having an older sister. You know, I always was stuck playing Luigi, and I was always stuck replacing batteries.
1: Yeah, I always just was maintaining For the, the life gear? support. <laughs> Outrageous. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like a fundamentally awful game. Is it, Jesse?
2: I mean, the platforming is a little wonky. I mean, but it's on the fucking Game Gear, so what do you right. want? Like, I feel like,
1: yeah, you can't complain about wonk in a Game Gear game. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's if, just if you've forbidden. already made
2: the decision to turn on a Game Gear, you've made choices in your life. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you just need to, you know... Live with those choices and enjoy yeah. what may or may not happen next. It's kind
1: of like so. sitting down to eat a meal at Buffalo Wild Wings. You just start to really think about everything you've done in your life up to that point, And maybe you want to be a different person going like,
2: forward. Just real quick. Um, like, I had a game Gear, and I would play the shit out of Joe Montana football. But I hated that game. <laughs> because, like, the, it was the only football game on the Game Gear that I had. But if you, no matter what, one team was red and one team was blue. So it didn't, if you were a team that wasn't those colors, it just didn't make any fucking sense. And that really fucking bothered me. But I still played it because that's what we did when we had Game Gears back then. We played the shit we had.
1: I mean, yeah. People can relate. There used to be a scarcity of things. We used to not have the money, and we had all the time. And now we have the time, or now we have the money, but we don't have the time. Yeah. So, you used to have yeah. All time. at some point in our life,
5: we, we used to have at all some the point time. in our
1: life, there was a time when we had both time and money, and I'm not sure when it was, but I should have
5: been playing games during that time. <laughs> well, I think the issue back then wasn't about money; it was about having all the time, but not having all the batteries.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, I had an AC adapter. I didn't take that thing with me. I just played it in my bedroom.
5: Yeah. And here's the thing, Johnny, money can be
1: exchanged for goods and services like more batteries.
3: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> you could buy more batteries with your money. <laughs> or you could buy more games. That actually that's probably the issue. You couldn't buy more games because you were buying too many batteries. <laughs> the life of a game gear owner, like I could have had tons of games, but I had to keep that thing charged, baby. <laughs> um man what a uh, what a game! Uh, this was a request.
2: Yes, uh, from Rayanus.
1: Yes, Ray. A- fantastic, uh, fantastic request. Ray, the waifu master, of course. Yes. Uh, you know, I st- think he suspi- like the bottoms. I was gonna say suspiciously no- low number of butts in this game for yeah. a Ray request. So, wow. You know, huh. yeah. He didn't put the anus in his request like he normally does. <laughs> yeah. So you know Ray step it up man, step your game up but uh you know good game, interesting soundtrack <laughs> and uh, you know I, I think uh, can't wait yeah. for this to go on the radio <laughs> I think we gotta we gotta keep going guys let's, uh, let's swing our axes and swing our swords, whichever it may be and uh you know keep this battle going
6: game four.
1: So um this game man what a what a game this is this game features crossovers with two different franchises uh using a network adapter and a special code you could unlock a bonus battle in this game that special code of course is l r l r l l r r r r l l select start select start uh you could also unlock bonus weapons in that other game by inserting this game into your system at the same time. And the other series uh, that this crosses over with, there's a cameo from the series main character, although the character is not named and they seem to have amnesia for an unknown reason. Once you guys have your answers clearly written down, I will give the much more insane giveaway trivia, if this is a game that you know about. Um, just fucking outrageous, quite frankly.
4: I have a guess. I don't think it's right.
1: That's fine. I don't expect it to be right. Our requesters did not spare you guys this week. All right, so the other piece of giveaway trivia, of course, uh, is that this game featured a unique cartridge... With a photometric light sensor that measures the amount of sunlight that uh, that uh, the player uh, is playing in. Johnny says Final <sighs> Fantasy Tactics Advance. He's incorrect. David says Mega Man Star Force. He's also incorrect. Johnny, you want to hit the sound now? <laughs> This is, of course, Boktai 2 Solar Boy Django for the Game Boy Advance. If you thought I was going to give you the trivia about the fucking solar cartridge before the music, you're fucking wrong, baby.
4: (laughs) Wait, hold up. You said you get bonus weapons if you put a second cartridge, but how did you put a second cartridge on a Game Boy Advance?
1: You get bonus weapons in the Nintendo DS version of Metal- Mega Man Battle Network 5 if you insert Tai 2 into the Game Boy Advance slot. Okay. What? It was intentionally confusing and slightly shitty trivia, David. This is August Absurdity, baby. <laughs>
4: was
5: this released in uh, the U.S.? It
4: was. Yes, it was. Because
5: <laughs> nice. I, yeah,
4: I remember reading, It's, it's... Was it a Capcom game? I feel like it was a Konami game?
1: It's a Konami game, Yeah.
4: Okay, yeah, because I remember reading about the, like, light-sensitive cartridge, because there are, like, specific temples, if I remember correctly, where, like, there's, like, shadow temples and there are monsters that come out, but if you go outside, it clears them all out and it makes certain sections of the game, like, easier. Right
1: outrageous quite frankly yes this game uh, johnny for the record was released in america it was released on my 19th birthday october 19th 2004 and uh you, you know should i remember use that as trivia i was going out to get the game and you know i was gonna get a fantastic birthday treat i was looking forward to bok tai 2 and then i remembered i don't own a game boy advance and i don't <sighs> care about solar-powered insane western games <laughs> Uh, And so I didn't have this for my birthday I did something else that year Um, Most likely drugs But um (laughs) Man uh, What a use of $40 those drugs were Versus Boktai 2 Could you imagine if you (laughs) played this
2: game on drugs? It, It would just blow your mind, right? I was going to say, I, I
4: remember that, Sorry. John. Um, your 19th birthday, that's when you got really, really sick and needed those over-the-counter pharmaceuticals. Those are the drugs we're referring to. Don't do drugs, kids. Right.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Even as adults,
1: don't do drugs.
5: I, I love um, the insane shit people kept doing with, like, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance and weird accessories and... Seriously? What uh, the fuck, man? <laughs> Photosensitive <of> <laughs> game cartridge. What the hell? Yeah.
1: You're going to try and incentivize people to play a handheld game
5: outside in the sun? What is your problem? Was this before (laughs) the Game Boy Advance SP with the backlit screen? This was definitely Uh, after. Yeah, it was 2004,
1: so I think it was after that. But even so, it's still an insane thing to try and force on people. (laughs) Like, it's connected to mechanics within the game. Your weapons get stronger when you play in sunlight. Like, the game is
4: more easily beaten in the daytime. That's fucked up. (laughs) You're sitting here, it's like, this is such a weird thing, photosensitive cartridge. Like, who the fuck would come up with something so out there? You do realize this game was produced by Hideo Kojima. Like that's the other that thing. He's yeah. a madman. So of course this <laughs> is the <laughs> shit that he pulled.
1: So we're gonna trick him into putting a solar panel into the back of their Game Boy. It's gonna be hilarious. Like to what end, Hideo? I don't know. Fucking chaos, baby. Like why not? <laughs> why why shouldn't gonna... we
2: do it? <laughs> and one day uh. I'll make a game about delivering packages. Exactly. Yeah, sure, Hideo. Sure. Yeah.
1: Whatever you say, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I know very little about this game. The uh, like, you know, the wiki for it is shockingly detailed, as one would expect for a game made by Hideo Kojima. There's a lot <laughs> going on in this game, um, and uh, yeah, man, what a uh, what a weird little interesting game. Like a, a weird little western kind of game. You play a, a, a isometric perspective, going on an adventure in a weird western world and you charge up your uh, your weapons with actual real world sunlight and I think you can also use sunlight as currency in this game like if you need to buy an item you can just hang out outside for a while and build up some solar like it's um uh, it's pretty wild man it's you know some interesting stuff going on here so like i, I can't, can't believe they didn't like adapt this into like an animal crossing game or something at some point like you know how, it, this has to have been insanely expensive to produce or something like that like you know or someone realized you could just do the same thing with a fucking internal clock as opposed to fucking a solar panel in the cartridge
5: well what i want to know is does it have to actually be sunlight, or can you just like sh- shine a flashlight on the photosense photometric That's light sensor? That's a very sensor.
1: good question, Johnny. That's you know, I I imagine it's uh it's got to be a UV ray thing, like it, yeah. You know, I think it's it you know meant to be played with actual sunlight, but I I can't speak to that. I I didn't fully well, research the solar panel.
5: Cause, Cause I remember when uh there was like a solar powered Kinex kit that came out when we were kids, and they had an ad that was like, and is it dark? Well, you can still play with it then. Showed a kid just shining a flashlight on the sensor. So yeah. it, 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 that's always wondering Like, can I just shine flashlights on these things? Like, I bet I can. I'm, I'm pretty right. sure
4: it needed actual sunlight. Because if I'm not mistaken, the technology of the like solar sensitive cell in the cartridge was a tiny little plant leaf. <laughs> and that's how it powered everything. <laughs> yeah, you had
2: to water it. Yeah.
1: Oh, Jesus. That was the tricky part. Um, I, I would like to know if you could use like uh, like indoor like pot grow lights to fucking play it with. Yeah.
5: Like,
1: <laughs> you, know, you gotta do a whole hydroponic to setup room. to
3: fucking. <laughs>
5: Play this game. Oh my god, you go to somebody's and there's a whole array of Game Boy Advances with yeah, yeah. they 2. Yeah, they're farming Wait, fucking solar money in Boktai. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's, oh! This is insane.
1: No one's asking for this. Boktai Kush.
4: Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. You, you've you been going to the tanning salon every day for two weeks and you're still pasty. Yeah, because I'm trying to beat Boktai 2.
1: <laughs> Imagine going, having a Game Boy Advance shaped thing right on your face because you've been <laughs> tanning with Boktai. In the fucking thing with you, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, truly a bizarre game. Um, you know, seems fun. I like the uh, I like the idea of the game. You know, the the world and the the characters and things seem cool, and I, I, I'm baffled by the the sunlight of it all. Oh, and the other uh, the other crossover, of course, uh, it's a Konami joint, and it's made by Kojima, so Snake shows up. Uh, but he's not called Snake, and he doesn't seem to know anything about being Snake, but he's there. So, <laughs> you know, don't ask me, man. Gojima, he was on a
4: tear, baby. Uh, I definitely you know, was- remember, like, I wanted to play this game... Um, it passed me by initially, and then I like was reading about it, like, oh yeah, I remember that game, that sounded really cool. And then I looked it up and used copies are like $150, like, well, I'm never playing that game again.
1: Yeah, I can imagine, Jesus, can you imagine, like, you know, one, how rare this is, and two, just like, I don't know. There's got to be some really important technology inside that cartridge that we were wasting on this fucking game. Like, you could power a whole city with one of these cartridges, <laughs> David. You know, this technology could save us all. <laughs> this
5: game single-handedly sent solar <laughs> adoption back 20 years.
6: Exactly.
5: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, fucking... What a game. What
1: a, uh... What an incredibly weird game. Um... It's, uh, it's got not a bad soundtrack, though. It's got the, uh, the Konami guys. It's got, uh, Norihiko Hibino doing the, you know, coming over from the Metal Gear series. And then, uh, you know, a bunch of other supporting composers. So, it's a cool game with some interesting ideas, uh, as Kojima's games tend to be. And, uh, I was happy to get it as a request. This, uh, this was requested by CX Trife. Wanted to say thanks, CX, for the request. What an insane request. Um... Man, oh man, I thought for sure you guys would be getting more of these right, man. We've been th- we've been throwing softballs at you guys. What is going on with you two? You get the first two right, and then you fucking start missing handheld games? I thought you guys were handheld gamers. What is the matter with you? I'm just, uh... <laughs>
4: I'm pretty sure, like, we'll have to check in the editing, but I'm pretty sure you started this segment like, Oh yeah, our fans did not go easy on you. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm still disappointed in both of you guys. We're, we're supposed to be
1: fucking professionals here. <laughs> guys, can we start acting like fucking professionals or not?
6: Game. I mean, we've right. been doing.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, the main character of this game is voiced by Simon Templeman, who was also like in a bunch of like video games, and he also was in Mad About You and Murphy Brown and Home Improvement and uh, Modern Family and Ray Donovan, Monk, Just Shoot Me, uh, a whole bunch of stuff.
5: I'm sorry, could you repeat that?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Right, let's see what you got. Uh, hey. right. Interesting strategy. Uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> Johnny drew a penis type thing. Uh, incorrect. And uh, David with the correct answer. Legacy of Cain.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Which was also on Gems recently.
3: Mm-hmm
2: was
1: a yeah. a game in the legacy of kane series was on gems recently not specifically the first game blood omen legacy of kane
4: yeah i was um, a little yeah. worried because like i knew simon templeman was kane but he was kane <laughs> in every legacy of kane games so i was like right i don't know which subtitle to use yep yeah, and you, you,
1: you weren't sure if he played all those other roles that Jesse was talking about. Jesse was just trying to confuse things by listing Simon Templeman's entire Wikipedia page of credits. Oh, he had tons more. Uh, you know, let's do a lightning round.
4: <laughs> He's also... That's why, <laughs> that's why I asked lightning round. Seriously, who is Simon Templeman? <laughs> He's also, and I'm, I'm putting a link in the Discord... Um, and this is especially for Jesse. Um, he yeah. was the voice of Doctor Doom on the '90s yep. Fantastic Four cartoon, and he's mm. responsible for one of my absolute favorite Doctor Doom moments ever. That's yeah, cool. That's
1: a good one. Yeah, and he's married to the Chinese woman from Star War or Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah, awesome. You know the but one I'm... I've, uh, you know, I'm talking about.
5: Does China still exist the world generation? of Star Trek: The Next Generation? I think so.
2: <laughs> so this is a uh, Legacy of Cain, uh, Blood Omen. Yeah. Um, it was. Is this requested. the one where you
1: can suck blood from like
3: ten yes. feet away? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's so cool.
2: <laughs> I remember um, when I'd stay the night at Anthony's house. He had this big old uh, case, like one of those flip binders of CDs, and they were full of PlayStation games. And you know, I'd always wake up early, and he would sleep till like fucking one snoring so fucking loud and like so i would just you know have dibs on the playstation while you did that so I, I remember playing a bunch of legacy of k and it was basically like a a zelda game but you're a vampire it was, it was pretty cool i'm listening yeah i'm <laughs> yeah.
1: super listening <laughs>
2: it's like zelda except instead
1: of hitting things with a sword you're sucking their blood from a great distance like yeah cool <laughs> so instead of a hook shot you just absorb blood
2: yeah <laughs>
1: god what a way to be baby <laughs> Like you know, that's just an unfair advantage for a vampire <laughs> if you don't even have to sink your teeth in if you can just like you know suck it from across the room come on man. And, and also
2: <laughs> it's way more health conscious it's like way back then let's talk about social distancing Like, he doesn't have to be near you. He's not going to cough on you or
4: anything. Mm -hmm. He can just take your blood from, like, six feet away, and we're all good, you know? Yes. Now, it's it's (laughs) very important that we are concerned about airborne pathogens as you drain someone of their blood. It's important, man.
1: It's it's good because I mean, you wouldn't want them to fucking wake up as a vampire and have a fucking like yeah. respiratory illness. A, <laughs> like, a vampire
2: with COVID? Jesus, that'd be yeah. horrible. can you
1: imagine living an eternity with COVID?
2: Yeah, COVID <laughs> like, for for all of time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry, like, but I can't taste anything. <laughs> no, I can't,
1: can't taste the blood. Uh, it's not because I'm thousands of years old. It's because I've still got long COVID.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> long, long, long COVID. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: well, my just, phone
2: signal won't even get better.
1: The <laughs> curse of generational COVID. God. COVID-vania. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: So, I'm sorry. Le- legacy of COVID. I mean, Kane. <laughs> no. Yes. No, we're
1: we're currently in the legacy of COVID, but yeah. we're talking about the legacy of Kane. Um, yeah. And so, again, Jesse, this has nothing to do with the big red guy on WWF. No, because
2: no, okay. this is K-A-I-N. <laughs> right. And that's uh, K-A-N-E. Bingo. Got it. You,
1: you've addressed all my questions. Good. Um Yeah. This has nothing to do with the uh the uh, recently uh, deceased senator from Arizona. No. It's not the legacy of Mick Kane.
2: No.
4: Okay. It, not is this, this time. is this the game where you're like a vampire but you're in the yes. Caribbean harvesting <laughs> no. like crops in order to make rum? <laughs> no. <laughs> is that the legacy of Sugar sugarcane? No. Yeah. Okay. This yeah.
1: has you're telling me this has nothing to do With Scrooge McDuck's weapon and like means of conveyance in his games,
5: not this one. No. Okay. This has this has nothing to do with chicken fingers and coleslaw. Oh, oh, come it better, on!
1: It better not have anything to do with fucking coleslaw. Jesus Christ. God, can you imagine if you were a vampire who could I drink blood col- from across the room, six but you, feet away. you accidentally sucked up some coleslaw
4: instead? <laughs> so, <laughs> so is this is this the game where you're a vampire going around like punishing young students in a British school back in the 1800s? You know, where you're
2: caning them? Oh. No, actually, this
4: is the one where you're, uh,
2: you're Batman's uh, butler, mm. Legacy of Michael Kane.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one where you take that holiday to that cafe by the Arno.
4: <laughs> uh, could,
1: could you imagine being be
4: able to absorb Fernet Branca from six
3: feet away?
4: <laughs> now
1: that's limit, <living>, baby. Mm. <laughs> I
3: don't
4: even need
1: to take the holiday. <laughs>
5: He's walk uh, in the liquor <laughs> store, get drunk, and walk out. <laughs> <Yes. Without laughs> Absorb all a single the Fernet bottle. Branca.
1: Specifically, Fernet Branca. <laughs> you <Yeah, don't, laughs> can't do it to the other liquors. You can only do it to the real dark, weird-tasting liquors. <laughs> mm, that sounds good, man. I can go for that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, Jesse, uh, so it's a Zelda game in which you're a vampire, and you, uh, you're you like a super sucker. Is there anything else really about Legacy of Kain? I feel like it's, uh, it's all Not there. Not
4: really. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I feel like we've said it all without saying a single thing about it. <laughs> I mean, what is this, there to
2: say? This is it's... also <laughs> requested by uh, C Extra Life. So What?
1: Yep. What's he, what's he doing placing bonus requests, Jesse? I thought this was a you game.
2: <laughs> no, no, I, I needed some help. Well, son of a bitch, you know, CX
1: playing all sides, putting requests in everywhere. That sneaky son of a bitch. Um, Great request again. Man, this is the CX block on the show. And, you know, you guys uh, came out of it with some points, but uh, I really think uh, I feel like we're not scoring enough points on this show tonight, guys. And I feel like the only way to rectify that situation is to kick it into high gear uh you know, let's whip it out and have a little VGM threesome. VGM threesome. Oh.
0: VGM threesome. Oh. VGM threesome. Oh.
1: case you want know that trivia hint don't you yes so a uh, home console port of this game was planned but quietly canceled in favor of another enhanced port of a previous game in this series
5: actually it's written down before the trivia uh-huh. i didn't think uh... you would need
1: it baby and yeah, johnny he's ready man
5: David's thinking hard, man. We're about to see the Dunning-Cougar effect in action.
1: Whoa. feel very good.
4: I feel very bad. I like
1: that. I like that. David says, Daytona USA, which is, of course, the first game in this series. Johnny has the correct answer. This is Daytona USA 2. That's, of course, Daytona USA 2 colon Battle on the Edge. Uh... Edge and of that's what? the only place to battle, so, boys. song? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's my favorite sex move.
5: Battle on the edge! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't Johnny. asking for that, Johnny. I
1: mean, I, I understood the living on the edge reference. I just wasn't prepared to do a Steven Tyler impression to
5: justify
3: it. Battle on the edge!
5: That's my Steven Tyler impression.
1: Yeah, I'm not loving that.
5: <laughs> you know, I like
2: the first thing you did. But then that thing was not good.
1: Yeah, you really uh, you blew right past that edge. <laughs> you know, just, just what a mess! Um, wow. Uh, so yeah, this is Daytona USA two, the arcade exclusive that they were going to port to the Dreamcast, and then they were like, "Wait, no, don't." <laughs> no. How about instead of that, we for some reason do Daytona USA two thousand one.
4: They and were going to port this to the Dreamcast, <laughs> and then they said, "No." End of story. Next game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next game. That's really kind of what I
1: Very know. Very Japanese. Like, what you know? You going to port Daytona USA too? Yes. Wait a minute. No. Um, and this was back before the uh, the internet and the, all the trades and stuff. So who knows why they didn't do this? But uh, the Dreamcast got Daytona USA 2001, which is of course the. Uh, Daytona USA 2001 is a combination of the original Daytona USA plus the extra tracks that were in the Sega Saturn port, all dressed up nice for the Dreamcast with some fun new music and stuff. This stuck in the arcades. It's a damn shame. Um, I, of course, haven't played Daytona USA 2, but listening to the songs, that's all I'm here for, baby, because you know what I love about Daytona USA? The songs. You know what's great about Daytona USA 2? The songs. The songs. You know who sings those songs? Who was that singing those songs? Do you know the guy's name? Hmm.
4: Stephen Tyler Steven from Tyler. Aerosmith. Dennis it was
1: Stephen. It was Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Johnny <laughs> loses a point.
3: Oh,
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, but no. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we all know and love the original Daytona USA soundtrack. Everyone loves it. That's a blanket statement I'm prepared to make. And everybody loves those fantastic songs sung by series composer Takanobu Mitsuyoshi. and he returns for this one, but. In their localizing it for America, they also got Dennis St. James, who I know and love because he's the American guy that sings the Burning Rangers music. Awesome. So, okay. Th- there's an American and a Japanese version. There's a Dennis and a Mitsuyoshi version of each of the songs, and I'm gonna have to really listen to the soundtrack and decide which I like better because I always love Mitsuyoshi because he, you know, he's not really a good singer, but he's just going for it. And then Dennis St. James is just such a 90s singer, and he's going for it, but he's singing, like, broken Mitsuyoshi English lyrics, and it's just fucking fantastic. So, I mean, it's a really great soundtrack either way. You know, no matter how you slice it, you're getting some enthusiastic rock music to drive cars to. And uh, it's 90s as fuck. There's another song, I was listening to it earlier, and, like, there's a lyric about the classic sci-fi movie Stargate. I'm like, what, what is wrong with them? Why were they what is with them and making weird 90s movies references between that and the Burning Rangers giving nightmares like Wes Crave? I'm like, S- who was writing this? <laughs> stop, stop referencing the most popular and fantastic well-known movies of the mid-90s, guys. You know, it's just, uh, out of control. Um, much like the cars in Daytona USA 2. Just a great soundtrack for a fun game that didn't get its, uh, didn't get its time to shine on home ports. Like, you know, just... No love for Daytona USA 2 in the Dreamcast. No no love for it since. No, I mean, no. when are they coming out with a, I don't know, Sega Arcade racing collection? I don't know. But anyway, fantastic tunes. And uh, let's keep this threesome going, man. Get somebody else in here. you okay, feeling great based on
5: those tunes
1: definitely no need for trivia
5: uh no that's uh factually incorrect I, I very much would like some trivia please gotcha okay so this game
1: although released in arcades in 1996 no home port of this game was announced until a tech demo in 1998 and that home port was also quietly cancelled Yeah, yeah, that's right. I can, I can sense that you guys are feeling great. You guys definitely know the games that are in this threesome. You're th- no strangers in here. All right, Johnny's shown an answer. David, you got an answer, pal? Um,
4: sure.
3: You're only just
1: now writing it, <laughs> man. So, Johnny says, Sega Rally. Sadly, incorrect. David says, Ray Storm. Also, sadly incorrect. No, this is, of course, Scud Race.
5: Sc- Scud Race?
1: Scud Race. Super car. Um... <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, sport Car Ultimate Drive. They called it Sega Super GT here in America.
5: It's, it's Scud Race. Why did I assume Scud was spelled with a K for some reason? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems uh, like a dirty word. <laughs> Scud.
1: Um, yeah, they, they called it Sega Super GT here in America because uh, they didn't want to be associated with American militarism in the Gulf War. And they're like, oh yeah, Scud Missiles. That kind of ruined, ruined our acronym. Crap. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a Sega GT racing game for the arcades. That um, you know, it's uh, it's a pretty dope little game. You uh, uh, sit in the car, you drive. You got uh, you know, it's a lot like Daytona, but you know, it's got uh, it's not you know uh, like racing uh, you know
4: stock cars, It's racing like street cars. Um, you sit in a little and car and race. You just described 95% of arcade racing games. Well,
1: yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm trying to describe what makes Scud Race so you know unique. Of course, the name Scud Race, uh, the fact that it was uh, the first racing game to use the Sega Model 3 hardware in the arcades. Uh, and it was released well within a lifetime of the Sega Saturn, and they didn't port it to the Saturn. And then they were like, hey, maybe we'll port it up to the Dreamcast. And uh, guess what? They announced it as a launch title and announced that showed it as a tech demo and then didn't do it. <laughs> so <laughs> this also remains an arcade exclusive. I just, I don't understand it. There's... Um, so much to like about this game and they were like on the verge of releasing the game on home consoles and then it went wait no uh yes and we're gonna go to the extent of like you know advertising this game and doing tech demos and literally announcing it as a launch title for the Dreamcast and then actually no we're not doing <laughs>
4: just oh. kidding guys yeah I like psych. to psych I'd like to imagine that the press conference for it was like, are you excited to bring this game, you know, towards the Dreamcast as a launch title?
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 Fucking Yu Suzuki up there just like
5: yeah.
3: you know, just
1: you can see his face like souring on the very idea in real time, like, uh,
5: you know, yeah, I like the nah, idea man. that it's more like anything about that. Like the idea it's like, do you want to put this out, you know, as a launch title and it's like, that's a great idea. And he just walks away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he doesn't say yes or no just, yeah cool story idea. reporter all right see you later <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah so scud race uh never came out on home consoles stuck in the arcades sounds like a really fun game you know i uh i like a good sit-down arcade racer i like a fantastic uh, fun little soundtrack there it's, you know much to love about scud race um yeah, you know, obviously doesn't have the Mitsuyoshi touch to it. It's got a, you know, it's composed by Hideaki Miyamoto, uh, Kowaru Ohori, and Fumio Ito. But uh, you know, it's it's racing with '90s lyrical uh, music. Yeah, you know, I'm into it. They should have ported this to a home console. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I would have eaten this up if only that were possible by owning a Sega Saturn or a Dreamcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no,
4: no Scud race for us. My only question is, you'd be into Scud Race, but would you be into Chud Race, See, the cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers race? I, you know,
1: that, that's a—it's a different series entirely. But I could be convinced if it had the same soundtrack. Yes, of course. <laughs> if you're just eating people and racing cars, and there's a you know lady going yeah, da, 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 yeah. like yeah, yes. okay. Cool, count me all the way in.
5: <laughs> you know, I was thinking yeah. more like a Sonic R, both cannibalism, but I like I like them being in cars too. That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: yeah, fucking. Oh man, can we get a? What's the lady that sings all those songs for fucking Sonic R? Can we get her singing about cannibalism? <laughs>
4: Everybody's yeah. eating all their neighbors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can you feel me bite you? Does it brighten up your day?
5: <laughs> Alright, so after the show tonight, let's re-record the entire Sonic R soundtrack, but make it about cannibalism. Mm-hmm. I follow Teresa
1: Davis on Twitter. I'm sure she's available.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we
1: a her on these... Uh, I bet she's on like Cameo or something. She probably sings covers of these Sonic R songs about different things all the time. So if we say, hey, we need you know, Sonic C... Uh, you know all about cannibalism. She's probably down, so let's uh, let's work on that. In the meantime, let's not eat anybody as we uh, climax this VGM threesome. Must be feeling fantastic on that.
2: That was amazing. Yeah,
1: you just simply never saw it coming. So, this game was ported from the arcade to the Dreamcast and to the PC and included a new mode, although the PC port had half the frame rate of the arcade original.
2: Oh, that's terrible. I know, right? <laughs> For the PC, wow. Yeah.
5: I was sixty Ugh. to thirty or thirty to fifteen. <laughs> one's I don't way
1: know. worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh the point is PC in this case stood for pretty crappy, so let's see some answers. Uh
4: Oh god, I keep forgetting that like there's not a song after the trivia. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. No, you're fucked. Yeah, we're having a threesome, David. hmm Just
1: stay engaged.
2: Eye okay. contact, please. <laughs> I Johnny's can always it. Well, also I had I
4: had a I had a guess and then I had <laughs> to delete it because it was very obviously wrong.
1: Uh, Johnny says initial triple D, a great answer, but it's incorrect. And David says test drive V Rally, also sadly incorrect, though Close. one part of that answer is correct. This is of course Sega Rally 2
4: for the Dreamcast. Remember Sega Rally, guys? So Seek Remember the Dreamcast? <laughs> Based on the music with those kind of, like, techno beats and everything, and we were <laughs> doing arcade racer, racer games, games, like, oh, I bet this is F-Zero A-X. And then all of a yeah. sudden we heard... I was like, Well, nope, that's not right. <laughs> <I> feel like <laughs> I would have <laughs> remembered that one. ah,
5: <laughs> <Okay, laughs> so that,
1: that would have been funny.
5: David Scatting is now a radio singer. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, oh. on the soundboard, that's Stinger. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, man. No, based on those lyrics, you would think that maybe this was the SNES Star Fox racing game. Um, but it's
4: also not that. <laughs> based, on <those> lyrics, <laughs> I think st- based on those lyrics. What lyrics? The lyrics were just mumbling gibberish. The lyrics.
5: David, if you not played Star Fox. Star Fox nah, and the nah, nah, SNES, <chaos>. baby.
4: <behavioral humor. laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 Some
4: somebody, we have a lot of talented fans. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> please make a Euro beat, based on Star Trek, Star Fox vocals.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, you know who did it? The composer of this game. You know who the composer is? Hideki Naganuma, CEO of Funky Fresh Beats, baby. This is the first game that Hideki worked on for Sega. So uh, yeah, this predates Jet Set Radio. And, um, yeah, man, what a, uh, what a game, and what a soundtrack. Um, fucking, I'm, uh, I'm baffled by it. Uh, Yeah, uh, uh, fucking, uh, Sega racing game finally gets ported up to the Dreamcast, and they hire Hideki Naganuma to come in and fuck all the music up. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's it's delightful. It's abrasive. It's uh, it's a ton of fun. Sega Rally, pretty fun. You know, driving on a uh, rally courses, uh, and not only you know, do the, in this game, do you get to enjoy that fantastic soundtrack? You also have, it's the rally game, so you have your co-pilot in there talking to you the entire time. Oh my god! Uh, you know, fifty meters, hard left. You know, one hundred meters, easy right. I think. Uh, like,
2: <laughs> Wait, is is rally racing typically with two people? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, there's I did that. That's there's a
1: navigator in the in the passenger seat, literally like looking at a topographical map and telling you, like, "Hey, you know, this is where your next turn is."
2: Oh, that's so. pretty cool. Huh. Yeah, it
1: is. And so they tried to replicate that in this game to annoying results. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, it's, it's pretty... Uh, it's, it's fun, though, man. I, I, I'm not down on it. It's, it's rally racing. So it's true to life. You got a kind of annoying co-pilot telling you, like, hey, there's a jump up ahead. Hey, you got to make a turn. Hey, you know, hairpin this left. Guy off like,
5: you know, I, I would love it if the if the Navigator was actually that casual about it. Like, hey, there's a turn up ahead. Yeah, I think there's a hairpin turn or something, man. You might want to hit the brakes.
4: <laughs> wow! <laughs> I would love it if the Navigator was peppy hair. You just pull up to it, turns like. Turn over the navigator, <laughs> you're just
5: doing a crossword. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Should I have a you know, bear
1: to
5: the right there? I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, what's a, what's um, a word, five letter word for T set? God damn it.
2: What is a five letter word
5: for T uh, set? I, that's why I'm asking. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say oh, here. Oh, no, thinking. Johnny, what? there's
4: no fucking
5: Is that a real thing? No, I just. <laughs> Oh, couldn't think of
1: anything. <laughs> Killed T for some man. reason. You got like you know half an improv done there, Johnny. That was impressive.
4: See, I was um, thinking more along the lines of like, <laughs> hey, what's a four-letter word for like screwing motion? Oh God, turn, 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 <laughs> turn. That's what it is. Hey, that's
1: a good. Damn, David, that was sharp. Um, way better than Johnny's
3: improv. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. This went uh, nowhere. So
1: this. Uh, This VGM threesome, of course, is all Sega arcade racing games, only one of which actually made it to the Dreamcast. Just a a murderer's row of games that they kept on saying, hey, maybe we'll put that out. And then they they didn't put it out. Um, And all these these are requests. These were sent to me by, of course, our Sega superfan, our Patreon absurd fan, Rav Sieg. Thank you very much, Rav, for the requests. You know, I know you're just trying to load the radio with Sega racing game music, and you know the way into my heart, so... Uh, thank you for these soundtracks uh, suggestions, and um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm happy to be uh, featuring these silly ass games. I'm so disappointed in you arcade racing and Sega fans, David and John, for not scoring more points on this round. It's it's just shameful. <sighs> so the only way to settle this, we're going into this final section of the game tied and you know what we've got to do we got to do a bonus game and we're doing it battle royale style so if you can steal it steal it Johnny hit it
4: we got battle royale style it's just two of us
1: it's like the end of the show last week David <laughs> if you can get this before the trivia you better get it for the point for the win
4: okay mm.
1: Answers, winners, no. I have, not, not yet I have a
5: hunch. Not yet. Let's see it. You, go, David, you gonna go for it? If you if you miss it, I get it right. Is that how that works? Least, does he no, still get to try again? Get no, to no, you answer. still have to get it right at the end. Yeah. Right. Uh
4: Let's go to the next song.
1: trivia time i assume unless somebody's showing an answer for the win
4: if if i get it wrong am i out of guesses
2: yes yes yes
4: no you know what i the the music quality as well as a couple things i'm i'm going to do it i'm going to lock it in
1: david's going for it he's confident he's going for the elimination david let's see it david says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. He's correct. Yeah! <laughs> yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's
5: Revenge. Calabunga. Maybe you've heard of it. Oh, David. Tubular man. <laughs> yeah.
4: See, and can I ask what songs you used? At least what was the first song?
1: Shit, man. you put me on the spot like this. Uh, just a sec. The only yeah, reason
4: the only reason that I ask is because there are certain stages in that game that I didn't like as much as others, so I didn't play them as much, so I didn't recognize sure. the first one, but the second song is mm-hmm. like, wait, no, I know that song.
1: Right. Uh, I'm pretty confident that it was one of the later uh, stages in the game. Outworld Strangeoids
4: yeah that was like once you get into Dimension X and I was like yep. that's when the difficulty kind of ramped up a bit I was like no I want to go back into the fun stages where you're like fighting in the zoo and shit
1: Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Big Apple 3pm instead of 3am right hey good times uh, yeah so it's uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge maybe uh, you've heard of it maybe we've all played it hmm Johnny have you played it? I've not played it yet <laughs> okay good me neither (laughs) I'm sorry guys I Mm. haven't done it yet we gotta get it going we gotta get a fucking six player game night going
4: I was just about to say I was like Johnny you're missing out but let me just say Johns you're missing out
1: yeah no I'm uh, you know I'm I don't know I can make any number of excuses but it's like no there's always time for a TMNT beat em up I really should have just pulled the trigger by now but it's uh, it's sitting there it's on the wish list I know it's great it's I, on you know, game Pass. you don't have to fucking sell me on this game in any way I know it's fucking great it's like everything I've ever wanted a Turtles game ever since I was a little kid great looking Sprites you know fucking playable Splinter everything I fucking want <laughs> yeah you know, fucking uh, Casey Jones not just the Turtles not just April not just Splinter Casey Jones
2: solid wake Good. up attacks
4: <laughs> yep Every, voice acting everybody voice acting from the original cast members Yeah, yeah, they got all four turtles back. It's dope.
1: Yeah, that's fucking super dope. Um, The trivia that I didn't get to, uh, apparently Nickelodeon reached out to the makers of the game after uh, playing a demo and said, hey, can we have April not do a butt attack? Um... (laughs) it's not really in character for her to do like a combination attack like the turtles. Like the turtles smash into each other using their backsides, their shells and having April apparently do a butt attack. Nickelodeon was like, hey, can we, can we scratch the butt attack? And I'm like, man, probably should have just let April do the butt attack. I don't know what her combination offense is in this game now that they replaced it, but, uh, What's wrong with a flying ass from April O'Neil? I, I, I see no issue with this. I
4: was going to say, I seem to remember that in, like, one of the first trailers with April in it. Like, she and Raphael or something were teaming up, and she ass-macks his shell. Good. <laughs> like,
1: um, He's seems like a they're...
2: teenager. Yeah,
1: but, you know, there's nothing sexual or weird about... Killing ninjas by, you know, sandwiching them in between your two asses. It's, you know, well, I see nothing strange about that.
4: <laughs> and also, there's the game has a lot of like weird Street Fighter references because um, uh, everybody has like an uppercut move, and April's is kind of Chun lis spinning like it's not the spinning bird kick, but it's the one where she kind of kicks a few times upwards um and for some reason michelangelo like can do the e honda headbutt um so like it made sense because she had armika's butt slap but i guess they took it out for some reason right
1: yeah, yeah i guess april O'Neill's just not a butt-centric character which is fine she bops people with a microphone she does her thing you know i'm happy with her inclusion no matter what april uh, she's an integral part of the turtles and you know, despite not being a turtle herself you think they could turn her into a turtle that would really uh you think if april was a turtle they would have an issue with the butt <laughs> like that's my question is it just because it's the only human woman in the uh, game using her butt like is nickelodeon she
2: still just be in her 20s and they'd still be teenagers
1: yeah, i mean well i don't see the issue again they're just killing ninjas you know fighting evil um uh, smashing butts together it's uh uh you know nothing wrong with it baby but uh yeah man i gotta i gotta get this game and we got to all play it together man you know four of us throwing a couple of fans have a little uh tmnt beat em up night um it's uh it's long overdue because yeah what a fucking game what a great soundtrack how about that fucking soundtrack man they got t lopes mm. they got the sonic mania guy making the fucking ninja turtles music johnny that's why you were bopping
5: i knew i recognized like those, those drum
1: patterns that it, sounded, it was like, it, so familiar like, Just take Studiopolis and fucking extrapolate it out onto a Ninja Turtles game. It's like, oh yeah, this uh, whole soundtrack fucking rules. It's very good. And then, yeah, of course, you know, the... uh, Again, I should have bought this day one. I don't know what's wrong with me. Once you reveal that there's a Ninja Turtles game, and they got two of the members of the Wu-Tang Clan rapping on it, I'm like,
4: why didn't I buy this yet? What's wrong with me? I was going to say, like, Wu-Tang does the ninja rap.
5: Yeah. I'm just depressed or something, guys. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a broken man. Wait, like... Wu Tang does wait like the Ninja
1: Rap
2: from? <laughs> no, it's a different Ninja Rap. Yeah, it's, oh, a different version, it's their yeah. own
1: Ninja Rap. It's it's Ghostface and Raekwon, and they're rapping. Uh, it is. About it Trevi. does not use the ice, the Vanilla Ice uh, lyrics or chorus or anything like that. Damn would it. Have, that would have just been too goddamn
2: dope. <laughs> and, and Mega Ran has a song on there too.
1: That's cool. He does. Yeah. I fucking didn't even know about that. Uh, and apparently the opening theme song is done by Mike Patton. So, yeah. So, you know, fucking... It's just they got they got all kinds of guys trying to appeal to guys my the age. Whole <laughs> the Winter's th- all the around. whole, <laughs> like,
4: intro cutscene is basically, like... It's not one-to-one exactly, but it's basically, like, a modernized, redone version of the original cartoon intro. It's so good.
1: Yeah. Done by Mike Patton of Faith No More. <laughs> like... Yeah. It's, uh... You know, fucking... Made for guys like us. Uh, they know exactly who their target market is. Like, plenty everybody can enjoy this game. Guys our age are gonna fucking just you know cream their jeans over this fucking game. So, great game, great tunes. Fucking love those turtles. Everybody uh, that's played it, Jesse and David. Who your who's your choice turtle in this one?
2: Raphael. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. And he has this mean German suplex. It's great. Ooh. Damages and everything.
4: Choice turtle or choice character? Choice turtle. <sighs> you know, in my heart of hearts, I want to say Donatello. But. However, uh. Michelangelo is a lot of fun in this game. Like, he's Fine, super maybe. fucking fun.
1: Ah, uh, good. As he should be. Okay, yeah. and choice character, not just
4: turtle. Um, April. April is surprisingly fun in this game. She's got kind of a short range, but she's one of the fastest characters and she just combos the hell out of people. Oh, yeah. Jesse? Is it also Raphael. April?
1: Still Raphael. Okay, cool. Uh, Johnny, who's your character? You haven't played the game yet. Who are you playing as? Oh, Mikey. Michelangelo. Yeah, Always. He's no, the yeah, best turtle. Can you can you get, like, clone <laughs> turtles? Can you play with six Michelangelos? Because that's probably how I'd no. want to play through the game. <laughs> that'd be kind of the shit <laughs> like, so, that, they're like doing all splinter run <laughs> like this six player co-op splinter run would be the way to go baby just imagine
5: playing a six Michelangelo's. you just keep hearing like dude 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 <laughs> like, <laughs> overlapping Rob
1: Paulson clips the entire time <laughs> nunchucks swinging all over the place um, uh, no color variations whatsoever <laughs> so it's all terribly confused
4: <laughs> uh, pardon me for just a moment Rob Paulson was the voice of Raphael. I believe Townsend Coleman voiced Michelangelo.
1: Thanks, man. Ooh, you really bailed me out on that one. Thanks for not, uh. I, <laughs> humiliating I hope somebody my got eyes. fired for that blunder. Uh, no, 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 not me, motherfucker. I, you know, you can't fire me right before my fucking round of August absurdity. What the fuck's the problem? Uh, <laughs> That'd be so yeah. absurd. Yeah, we're not going that absurd. <laughs> uh, this is about as absurd as we're gonna get. Man, guys, what a game. What a, uh, what a round. Johnny, calculating computer, hit it.
6: Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops.
3: Damn
1: it, John.
6: Scoring complete. This game's winner is. David Fleming.
1: He's done it, guys. David Fleming, headed back to August Absurdity Finals. What a win! Did
4: I, did I call my shot, or did I just know? Uh,
1: well, you were playing against Johnny, so you knew you had as good a shot as anybody. And, uh, you know, we gave you nine scoring opportunities, and you seized upon three of them. So, yeah, David, you really called your shot, pal. Uh, way to go. Great game. Uh, you've really punched a convincing ticket to the finals of August Absurdity. So congratulations to you, man! You know, Cs get degrees around here, David. You know, you, uh, you are the winner, and no one can take that away from you.
4: I can't wait to plan a VGM threesome. That's just Game Boy Advance games.
1: Hey, hey, be my guest. I was I thought that was a really fair and fun threesome. Uh, as all my threesomes tend to be, uh, but yeah, as also all my threesomes tend to be, somebody ends up feeling offended. So thank you for that, David. But uh, man, what a what a show! Great uh, great game, David. Truly a lot of fun. What a what a great night of music. What a great night of competition, Johnny. You know, sorry that uh, it's not your year, but uh, never fear, because you still have a chance to be redeemed. So everybody Ooh. just stay tuned Johnny may not be out of it yet
4: wait no so we didn't discuss this he's out I move on Johnny still
1: with the shot at redemption uh, we will uh, We will just see what happens going forward game that tune August Absurdity how absurd um, yeah, yeah we, we man, got yeah, that a, Johnny put a knife in those hands baby you fucking crab knifer Um, man what a show thank you everybody so much for being here with us thanks to everybody watching live with us we're live every Wednesday night we'll be back next Wednesday with round 2 of August Absurdity me versus Jesse head to head in a fantastic August Absurdity action get your requests in to David and Johnny for next week's episode uh of me and Jesse going head to head, Jesse, I'll, I'll say uh, good picks this week. Fun show. It was nice to program it with you. Uh, we didn't get the result we wanted. We got uh, we got David through to the finals, not Johnny. But uh, oops, yeah, yeah, you know, so it goes. You can never count on anything on this show, but what you can count on is next week. It's going to be a great contest. So tune in live Wednesday night, nine p.m tune in in podcast form if you like our podcasts uh, hit tunecom or anywhere you get your podcasts on Tuesday mornings we appreciate you guys listening there I uh, want to thank everybody for checking out Patreon patreon.com slash gamethattune we got awesome exclusives we've got covered up and mixtapes galore we've got Game That Tune gems galore we're bringing back our movie nights real soon and you're helping us keep the lights on at the 24-7 video game music live stream radio gtt.rocks the uh, home for video game music on the internet, the greatest of all video game music live streams uh, at GameThatTune.com, radio.GameThatTune.com. I want to thank our Patreon absurd fans. Of course, I'm talking about Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Taylor Y, Sam L., Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, Akadar, The Kerrigan and Rav Sieg, a fantastic group of Patreon absurd fans that we have. I uh, want to thank everybody that made a request. Uh, my request tonight came from Rab Sieg and CX Trife. Fantastic request. Jesse, who made your request tonight?
2: Um, CX Trife and Reigns.
1: Uh, CX, don't try to play us against each other ever again, man. Uh, don't, uh, don't be doing that. Jesse was not upfront with me about the fact that he had already chosen one of your requests, but great requests. Uh, thank you, everybody, for making requests. You can make your requests in our Discord or at GameThatToon.club or uh, hit us up via email, GameThatToon at gmail.com. We always love you guys making requests, and don't ever feel discouraged from making requests. Make as many as you want. We'll, uh, we'll just communicate better in the future to better ignore you. Um, what a show it's been. Johnny, are there any messages of congratulation for our uh, our winner tonight, David Fleming? Um, we got voicemails. Uh, I'm not sure what they're going to be. So, um... Oh, Lord. I assume they're voicemails of congratulation for David Fleming, our winner this uh, t- this week. So, let's hear something.
0: Yeah. Woo! Triple D, gonna give you the D.
1: Huh? That sounds like a congratulation.
5: And then yeah. let's see. We got one more here. Why is the bees? <laughs> Wait, what? I think it was where's the bees? Oh. <laughs> Why is the bees? Where's the bees?
1: <laughs> well, that'll be useful every time we discuss Nintendo Switch sports going forward. Why is the bees? <laughs> I kind of love it. Yeah. Uh, And David, you've won and you're advancing to the finals. Uh, You know, the crown is back within reach and it's time to tell everybody about your bonus tunes tonight. So take us home, Pat.
4: Um, So I'm moving on to the next round. Uh, John, Jesse, whoever wins is going to face me. So I figured what better way leading into that confrontation than finding the most fight David music possible. It is the boss theme from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse.
1: That's, uh, it could barely be more, David. Hell yeah. Great round, great night. We love you guys for listening. Peace out, everybody.
6: Where's the peace? <laughs>
1: is copyright 2000, Capcom Company Limited. Nintendo Switch Sports is copyright 2022, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Axe Battler, A Legend of Golden Axe is copyright 1992, Sega Games Company Limited. Boktai 2, Solar Boy Django is copyright 2004, Konami Company Limited. Blood Omen, Legacy of Kane is copyright 1996, Silicon Knights and Crystal Dynamics. Daytona USA 2, Battle on the Edge is copyright 1998, Sega Games Company Limited. Scud Race, aka Super Sega GT is copyright 1996, Sega Games Company Limited. Sega Rally 2 is copyright 1999 Sega Games Company Limited Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
5: Shredders Revenge is copyright 2022 Tribute Games and .enu I can't believe I said five letter word for T-Set and I didn't think of China. Hey man, it's, it's tricky. It took me a while to think of it because I was in, you know, hosting mode. Then I'm like, wait a minute
1: China <laughs> I my fucking mom's China teacup sitting right over there on the nice shelf like, oh yeah, China <laughs> That's an easy one. It's Uh, okay, Johnny.
2: All right. Good night, guys. All
3: right. See
1: you, Jesse.
0: man. Good night.
1: Good old Jesse. Oh, wait. Are we all not leaving? I (laughs) don't know, man. You won't hang out? Me and Johnny always talk for like 30
4: more minutes. (laughs) Okay. No, it's fine. How are you? So, Johnny, I think I know how we can stack next week. So let's plan this out now.
1: So
0: I'm here for this. <laughs> Let's yeah. hear it. Hey, GPT family. I'll keep going. It's right here. And this guy. You're going to use the platform to reach
6: me. Happy birthday.
0: And this is dinner. <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday, Luke. And hello, everyone. Today I'm going to have a big challenge for a And I don't want to break any DM today. I don't think it will, but that's it. That's what
2: we're making. Happy birthday, And hello everyone again. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> you got about 80% of that, but he was definitely saying happy birthday,
3: Link. Yeah.